Oh, greetings there, travelers. Welcome back to the end of the seven dice. It's good to see you again. We're starting off a little new arc we got going on, so hope you're ready for it. Oh, oh stick around for near the end. We have a promo coming out from Infinite Deer. They're a bardic group from over the ocean, and uh, they got a quite the tale to spin. They got brewskis, cow gods, and all sorts of things. Even a sassy ghost that hangs out with them, so I think you gotta see this. Oh, why don't you on over there and see what old Wingover's up to. Did he just call me old Wingover? Like there's some newer version of Wingover? What the frick? I'm, I'm not that old, you know, as far as gnomes go. I'm only, like, middle-aged. I sound old because I got frickin' cursed. So sitting there one time with my adventuring party, right, we're flipping through this book, and it had all these angels and demons' true names in it, and we're all like, uh-oh, this seems like a bad thing to have. And then, of course, my kinder friend starts reading through it, and next thing I know, I got frickin' cursed. And then he also lit my head on fire, which was great. But, you know, such is the life of a bard. Uh, but thanks for coming by, travelers. Today we're starting off our new tale of our hero's trip to Nesme. So let's just see what happens with that. They got to hang out with old Giles, so that's fun. Okay, I made sure to put a dimension lock on this area, that, you know, that anchor, so no one should be teleporting in for the battle but I think he should use the front door. <sighs> Greetings, Wingover Gimbal. It is I. Oh, I had to walk all the way in here. Like, from the street? Yes. That was like 10 feet, man. Do you walk anywhere? No, I really don't. I probably should. Oh, you mind if I take a seat? Um, yeah, it's fine. I usually sit, so that's cool. It's usually due to the height difference, but you know. Thank you. Greetings, travelers. I... Oh. Uh, I have come from BattleBards.com. To inform you about, uh, 15% off of your subscription, you can get all sorts of sounds like a restless undead moaning from their endless despair, or even uh, something a little more jovial like uh, a psychic attack made by Lithid. I believe we feature in one of the prior episodes of this tale. But just go ahead and go to BattleBards.com and use the promo code Ballad seven dice for fifteen percent off your subscription. All right, Wingover, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pass out here. Alrighty then. Okay, that was cool. Um. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he's drooling. We're good. Um. Yeah. Sorry about that, travelers. That's just a thing. When you ask somebody who teleports and floats everywhere to suddenly walk, I guess it's a pretty big deal. But today, travelers, we are going to be telling the tale of our heroes attempting to get to Nesme. You know, that town way up north. It's in like a billion books and all that stuff, but no one ever really goes. But yeah, so our heroes will be going there. Should see some interesting stuff. Alright, travelers, I present to you The Road to Nesme, Part 1. Hey, I'm Bright, and I'm playing Kalsar, the Tiefling Paladin, and Chosen of the Antifa. Hi, uh, I'm Humberto, and I'm playing Bordon, Dwarven Cleric and Chosen of Time. I'm Evan, and I'm playing Ronnie, the Half-Elf Bard and Chosen of Chaos. Hey, I'm Robert, and I'm playing MZ, the Gith Yankee Ranger, and Chosen. Morning. 
the seven dice. Our heroes found some respite in a tavern known as the Vulgar Unicorn, a place they tend to frequent. And as they sat there and discovered that they each had little pieces of information the other didn't know, or even some of them decided not to share it, somebody showed up at this inn. Someone who looked quite familiar. You all turn. There was a familiar person who seemed to stroll into the place. As you look over to the tavern doors, a few of you recognize this cultist he walks on in. And Ronnie, you recognize him as the cultist who not only gave you that amulet, but also tried to capture you and Kelsar. Kelsar, you recognize him right away as well. Ah, there you are. It's funny how you always keep coming back here. You! Give me one good reason why I shouldn't just stick my blade in you right now. I honestly don't have one. Can we talk? Why should we talk to you? Are you missing a certain wolf woman named Diurna? I'm going to roll to intimidate. Alright, do that. 18. Just get right up to his face with my sword out and then... I swear... If you did anything to her, I will cut that tongue out of your mouth and shove it down your throat. Oh, you order the Silver Shield Paladins. So feisty. My goodness. Did they teach you to talk like that in your order? I don't give a shit about what you think. All right. Well, if you need to know, yes, we tortured her a little. But it was just to get some information. She's still alive. We don't want her dead. Yet. Why are you all back in town? I thought you were out and about somewhere. Where'd you go? We were out on a mission. Interesting. What mission was that? None of your damn business. My god. Well, whatever it is you chosen or hoping to do, it's not going to work. It'll work. Why are you here? I'm here to try to figure out what it is you're doing. Uh, That's the first one. The second one is I want to... Make a bit of a bargain. I imagine you want this person back. You want her back unharmed. And why should we bargain with you? Well, I suppose you don't have to. I mean, we've killed before. You see what we could do. Uh. I'll pull out a chair and just say, why don't we all sit? Certainly. So he walks with you back to the table. He takes a seat. Now, let's talk business. You try anything and I will kill you. Uh, If he's talking, if Prince... Uno is talking at him, and he's focusing on him. And I cast Charm Person. Can I get uh, some uh, initiative on that? I'll let you cast it for sure. <laughs> okay. Are you talking about like getting advantage or? Or sorry, getting advantage. Yeah. Oh, um, no, I don't think that would give you advantage because it's a it's like a Wisdom saving throw for him, so it's like his mental ability to resist it. Oh. Right, but he doesn't get any kind of disadvantage from being distracted? No. Yeah, we're going to cast anyway. Of course you are. If anything, you want his attention because he has to listen to you. Damn. All right. So, yeah, he failed. Yay. Ronnie, <laughs> you still need that amulet? I, you know, what I could uh, use right now is if you would just tell us uh, where Diurna is. Really great. Roll me a persuasion with advantage. You can finish the sentence. Uh, and uh, we also need some carriage fare to get there. <laughs> really? Like, that's a stretch. Like, I wouldn't botch it, you know? I, I don't think that's going to change You have money! Yeah, we have I love, plenty. I love how, like, on top of that, you're like, and give me, like, five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got a natural 20. <laughs> Oh my god. You know, Ronnie, I always know that you're down um, when it comes to cash. And seeing that suit, you probably spent all your money on it. So, uh, what do I have in these pockets? Um, I got four gold and an apple. Is that... Will that do anything for you? <laughs> well, I mean, I'll take I'll take the four gold. I don't, I don't really do fruit. It, do any of you other people want this apple? No. Wait. No? We're one dire... Dierna. Oh, right. And so he starts to eat this apple. Well, we have her over in Arkham. She's, uh, she's hanging out in the Coliseum right now. They're watching her fight for fun. You monsters. 
It's been pretty good. She's really strong. So she's not watching. She's actually fighting at the Coliseum. Yeah, well, I mean, she's our prisoner, so we're just kind of making her fight until she dies, you know, just having fun. You bastard! How far away is this Coliseum from here? Well, it's in Arkham, so let's see. If I were to guess by looking at a large map, I would say it's around six to 700 miles away. There's no way we can get there. Not, not easily. Like, who has portals? We just go to the portal place. They get us a portal over there. You guys remember that Arkham is not too far away from Nesme, where you were told that's your destination coming up. We have to save her. Well, of course. But maybe... So, I just, like, talked to Kelsar, like, pretty, like, in a low voice. Maybe. So I, I can't remember who this guy is again. I mean, I'm not talking to Kelsar. I'm just talking. You guys don't know his name. Nobody's ever asked him. <laughs> oh. I don't give a okay. shit about his name. I'm gonna ask okay. his name. I wanna ask no, his no, name. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. Let me just talk to Kelsar. So, maybe we could get him and maybe trade him for, for her, you know? I like that idea. Isn't, yeah, you know. Uh, this is great. This is a great idea for it on. I was just thinking about how much I've been missing Steve and how much I need a new roadie. As they're, uh, as they're saying that, from uh, under the table, I, I go into my, my bag and I pull out uh, one of those uh, iron spheres of binding. But I don't... Oh, I don't... Like flashed at him, or I don't bring bring my hand over the table. I'm just sort of hold, holding it there in, in my lap. Smart. I forgot all about those. I mean, he's, he's still charmed. We could probably just put it on him. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, we could just ask him to leave because I don't think. And of course, that's uh, uh, off of uh, uh, like we're not actually in the game. What I'm saying right now, but I don't know like how strict the city would be. You know, because we we are already being hunted, right? We we are wanted, technically wanted criminals, and um, I don't know if we start like you know, like making a huge hassle inside the tavern if that's going to be good for us. Yeah, yeah but Humberto, we still have like an hour before Charm Person wears off, so we could pretty easily just like yeah, we pretty pretty easily just like walk him out, put him in a carriage, and then put the stuff on. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Charm Person, they they do a lot of stuff. Like, unless it's something like, kill yourself. They're like a friend. They're like... Yeah. Yeah, they'd be like a very helpful friend. Mm -hmm. Like, your buddy would help you move, but he would probably be a little opposed to killing a guy. Yeah. Unless he didn't actually have any problems with murdering people, then he might actually do it. And yeah, but he would never kill himself. But he might be a part of a magic trick uh, where I say, hey, this guillotine's going to fall down, but it's fake. And then that's not a real, that's not a fake guillotine at all. It's just a real guillotine. <laughs> I mean, you could dupe him and he'd be more likely to believe you, but... I guess. You know. But it's like, he's, he's still going to be himself. It's not like his memory just goes away. I mean, the truth is, like, we could just ask him to go to, like, an empty alley and we can just stab him. I mean, and that's the cleric saying this. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's I think it's better if we just take him along as a prisoner and then either trade him Oh, no, or, no, no, yeah, for sure. Yeah, or charm him again yeah, yeah, yeah. and do, like, a sweet Star Wars thing where we're fake prisoners. And we bust out Love and it. kill everyone. I don't know, the last time I, I, I gave, like, a very good idea, Lucas just, like, totally destroyed it. Which was the map? Hey, no, I, I'm still I'm still hurt for that <laughs> yeah, thing. You did a good that. idea, and it was it was such no, it wasn't good idea. It was like a great idea. The it was best creative. Of, yeah, it was like a very good idea. And did you guys know I actually just did the editing for that? It was um, yeah, it was a combination of Bordon and Ronnie, and you both fucking blamed it on Opus, <laughs> saying like, "Well, Opus started with the idea," and I was like. And I remember in the recording, I was saying, did he, though? And you guys were like, yeah, yeah, it was his idea to start with. And I go back to edit that one, and it's like, uh, <laughs> fucking bored on going, we'll switch the map. And Ronnie's like, yeah, we'll draw on it. 
He's like, yeah, so what do you guys want to do? Do you want to go do some karaoke? Or, like, what does Death Shift do for fun? I think we should get him out of here and bind him. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm not really into that kind of play, but, I mean, I'm, I guess we can talk about it. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think we actually said it out loud. You know, like that's so pretty what, you stupid. Look, you guys <laughs> are at a table. How did you did you like mind control it? Once we get him out of here, though, where do we take him? We could take him to the main headquarters. Yeah, I think we go to the main main headquarters and try and find like a ride. You think so? Well, yeah, because I mean, I think they'll figure out <sighs> that we have to tell them that we're going all the way over there anyway. We might as well say, yeah. hey, we're bringing this guy. Do we have any good way of traveling? I think there might be prison cells in there too, or holding cells or something. Yeah. I think there yeah. was. I, I think, yeah. I, I think that's a good idea. But the thing is, we since we don't have a hideout, we sort of like mm -hmm. always keep depending on like the HQ. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. Well, where else would we go? Well, you guys do have New Dawn as well, that uh, the little military town. I mean, I don't really want to go into a prison, though. Can we do something else? No, we no, we can't. We can't do anything else. Sorry, dude. Hey, uh, what's what's your full name, by the way, anyway? And your birthday, and your sign, <laughs> and your mother's uh... mate. And I need you to remember. I need you to remember all this uh, because I'm going to ask you again in a couple hours. Mother's maiden name, <laughs> your sin number. Yeah. He doesn't have a sin number. Why would he have a sin? I don't know. We're really getting into my bank account, huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but there's, it's all paper. There's no tech. Well, I'm not from this world, uh, but I, I don't think I have a SIN number. I've been to a lot of worlds, actually. It's, it's quite nice. My name is Giles. What's his last name, Lucas? Good question. And middle name, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. We need the whole fucking shebang, huh? <laughs> Lucas never thought that would happen, so that's why you'll have to improvise. No, I had his first name, and I was like, this is fine. And then you're like, hey, you guys should ask his name, so I'm just getting that name up there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think you'd be like, what's your fucking middle naming your mother's maiden He's name? a Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm a Taurus. I was born April 2nd. Uh, that would be a it would be May. I'm, I'm taking names off this other person's Discord. My name is Giles Jordan Pete. Oh, all first names, huh? Yeah. My parents were very confused at the time. It's fine. Wait, wait, wait. Is he a human? Or, or a humanoid? Or what is he? He's human. Oh, okay. Uh... I was born April 2nd. I'm a Tauros. Uh, not from this world. I don't have a social security number. Where are you from? Me, I'm from uh, Eberron. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Where are you from, Bordon? I don't think I should tell you that. Oh, ouch. You know, here I am opening up and then you just clamp on down. Okay. Yeah, but like my, my, my planet, like, sorry, my dimension just got destroyed. So yeah, it's, it's fine. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that happens a lot, actually. More than you'd think. Yeah, I know. Okay, we're kind of like wasting time with this dumb bullshit. Should we just, just taken a prison already? You said you came here to bargain. What did you want to bargain about? I just want to know, uh, like, what is your group up to next? Like, what are you guys going to do? Well, none of your goddamn business. Whoa. Yeah. Hey, you wanted to know what I wanted to know. Let's take them outside and do this. Whoa. What are we doing outside? Going to get that karaoke done? Yeah, you're gonna sing alright. Later. Later. Yeah. But now. Alright, let's go. Well, wherever Ronnie goes, I go. Let's party. Oh, you're you're definitely gonna sing later. Oh. I don't I, I don't think we should be saying that. <laughs> be that good. That's not a good idea. <laughs> I think we're taking him to HQ. Like, what I'm going to do is with the like the cell phone. Like the rock phone or whatever those are called. Your communication sphere? Yeah, my communication. Is that what it's called? I thought. Yeah. 
it had something to do with the stone. So my communication sphere, I'll just let Astoria know that we are coming to like to HQ. Sorry, we are going to HQ, and uh, we're taking like a prisoner with us. So just leave a cell open. All right. So that that's what I do. I, I go like do 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 do. I gotta think about. I guess they would have a way for you to contact them. It would make sense for this stone to just be like this small module network. Yeah, it's not like a walkie-talkie thing, right? I mean, oh, so so it, so it just has it has app. Does it have apps? No, uh, it's designed. Well, it's primarily designed just to be used by its group that it was designed for. So between you guys, so that you can communicate. But I wanted to sweep the mines. I know, but I guess like it would make sense for you to have some way to contact headquarters in case there's an emergency and if yeah. you're in range. Like it's it's the nine one one of the communication sphere. Yeah, I don't think it would be uh, Astoria who would be the one who would immediately answer it. I feel like it would probably be someone else. So. Oh sure, I mean uh, just calling home. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um. Who is it? This is Quintos. Who is this? What is your name? Hello, Quintos. It's me, Borden. Hello. Hello. Uh, is Astoria around? Uh, I think she's in New Dawn right now. Do you need me to get her for you? What's the matter? Um, I don't think we actually need her right now. So here's the thing. Uh, we are bringing a prisoner along with us. So, don't don't say it so loud. We're bringing a, a guest. No, not that loud. I meant quiet. I, I'm bringing a guest. Oh, oh, a guest? So yeah. it's not a prisoner. And this is all over your sphere, right? Like the, it's not like you have headphones. It's all just being it sent is, out. It is a prisoner. Okay. Wink, wink. <laughs> I'm winking. Wink, wink. <laughs> so. Cool, cool. We should get like a piece of paper, put, draw on it, and say "not a prisoner" and just put it on him. I'll, <laughs> I'll send him like an SMS. Okay. So. Wait, wait, no, no, but seriously, seriously. So, we're taking someone with us, and um, could you please just have like a, a prison cell, like open. Like, would you have, like, a prison cell for us? I can request a mage to bring us a portal to go to New Dawn, where you're supposed to be anyways. And then they have prison cells there. Sounds good, I guess. Who do you have, and what did they do? Tell them we, we think it's a high-ranking cultist member. I think this guy's Perfect. high up. And he tried to murder oh. us. Oh, that's a crime. Okay, come back to the headquarters, and I will get a mage. Thank you. All right, see you soon. Ta-da, bye. Doop. And it just goes, yeah, quiet. Mm-hmm. Hey, what the hell is that? What the hell is what? The person that you talked to. <laughs> I don't... I think we have... S you guys all met Quintos at one point. He was the guy who absorbed another version of himself, and he's kind of nuts. Oh. You get a little weird when you can keep making other versions of you. Like, it's kind of funny that our um, our campaign sort of sounds like it's not Pillars of Eternity. It's um, like Torment, Plains of Numenera. Oh, I, I love Torment. Yeah, yeah, I like that. It's such a good scenario, right? Yeah, that's kind of somewhat similar to what I'm doing. We're building a world right now, and I, I definitely am taking cues from Numenera because it's just so beautiful. I know, I know, it's amazing. It's always sunny in the Forgotten Realms. <laughs> You'd think. <laughs> All right, so you guys wander with Giles, who happily follows along with you. You make it to the front doors. Those luminous guards are still not there like last time, and you wander on in. You see there's this awkward-looking mage. He has these bluish-green robes on. He's got his hood pulled over. He's wearing what looks like sunglasses. And he's got, like, this 5 o'clock shadow. And he's just kind of slouched. Hey, are you, like, the guys that I'm supposed to bring over? Just wondering, but we did bind this cultist? 
Did you? He's walking with you happily right now. I don't think... So once we're in our HQ, I will bind him. Okay, so you throw the the sphere at him? Yeah. You don't have to make a roll or anything. He just has to make a strength check. Like, would that cause him to, like, I don't know, leave his, uh, like, state? You know, like, his charmed state? If he takes damage... Yeah, I believe if he... I believe if he gets attacked, he gets another... Yeah, like, I, I would advise not doing that. Like, if... It wouldn't take when damage. When we reach, like, like the 50-minute mark, then we, we should do it. But until then, if he's just, like, complying with what we're, like, what we're asking of him, I think we should just, you know, lead him, like, with words instead of actually binding him or anything. Like, it's, like uh, that's just my idea. Okay. So yeah, right now he's he's totally fine with hanging out with you guys. It's probably been maybe twenty five minutes. You guys had to do a bit of a walk. Okay, I'll wait then. So like, am I bringing all of you guys then? Which one's the prisoner? I guess it's the guy in the cult robe. Sorry. Okay. Uh, you guys ready? Has anyone searched them? Um, would search him cause him like to break the spell, or like would he consider that? Like an attack? Like, doesn't need to hurt him, but I'm just saying, like... He probably wouldn't want you to. Like, you might have to kind of, like, force it a little or make him feel bad. Okay, well, we'll, we'll wait until he's binded to pat him down. Yeah. Or we could have Roni do that. Like, he probably has a high, like, a higher sleight of hand to, like, compared to any one of us. So, yeah, actually, I could totally do that. See? But if, if he notices, though, then it could go work against us right like the whole i don't know does that does that count i think you would have to make a persuasion check but you would have advantage no 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 but if you find out would it break charm person uh no i don't think it would uh break it i think he would just be upset okay okay let's go for it if he has anything on him all right uh go ahead and roll it 21 jesus nice damn son see you're going you put your hands in his only two pockets that he has. You find a half-eaten apple, and that's it. So the wizard uh, is watching you guys kind of do this, and uh, he goes, "All right, well, you guys seem like you're ready because nobody's trying to get anything that that dude's hanging out with his apple." All right, and you see him. He kind of claps his hands together, and this portal opens up. And you see it is into this meeting room. And there's a lot of faces in there. And then they all kind of like look at you through the portal. And you guys are looking back at them. And the cultist is like, wow, all the top brass. Let's go. Yeah. Like, let me just like let me just say something before we step into the portal. If this guy, like I'm not saying that he would. But let's say if he explodes, you know. He would take down a lot of people. I mean, I know that he's charmed, but if, like in any, like for any reason, he just breaks, like the, the uh, like the spell breaks, and he's like extremely strong. I really hope this guy like don't don't start throwing fireballs on us, you know, like in a room full of very important people. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, worry about yeah, it. Yeah, of course, sure. I mean, why bother? I guess, yeah. Silly move. <laughs> <laughs> on, you worry, Wart. Yeah, but <laughs> there's so many I told you so moments that has happened so far. Oh, yeah. come on, law of averages. <laughs> After sure. Bordon brings up this completely logical thing, uh, Giles is like, well, I guess I'll go. And he starts doing his little walk right in. Uh, do the rest of you follow? Yep. Alright, so you guys walk on through this portal. There's the mages coming through. When Ronnie goes through it, it has like this weird like snap and it quickly closes and the mage just looks really surprised. What? Oh, whatever. It keeps doing that. This isn't the first time. <laughs> oh, so it's you. Okay. And he goes and he takes a seat. And in this room, you see there are probably a good 20 people 
and there are a bunch of maps that are laid out. You see there's one main map of this world. You've never really seen how big this world actually is, but it's it's a fair size. There's so many settlements, so many things going on. You see like the Shining Sea to the south. You see uh, close to where you guys are live with Sanctuary. The coastline is called the Sword Coast. Over a little bit further into the ocean is the Moonshade Isles. And you see there's a primary focus around uh, water deep. You see there's a lot of little miniatures set up of like a little caravan and then forces moving in towards it. And then you see uh, Nesme to the north and you see um, there's a few like little figures there. And then you see just a little bit past Nesme, there's a little fortress and it says Arkham. Okay, let me just let me just say something. All right. And I think we just fucked this up. We fucked this up like pretty much. Because Matthews knows where his subjects are, like, every single time. And we just brought him, like, we just brought one of his subjects in this room with a bunch of maps with basically horror tactics. Is this what uh, Oridon's actually saying out loud? Uh, I don't know anymore. Because, like, what, what I'm saying is extremely important. But what? Okay, so what I do is I just cover his eyes. But that's. I mean, I, whatever. I mean, I'm not saying anything. I'll, I'm just covering his eyes. Okay. We're going to Giles. I'll have to cover your eyes because we're okay. going to make a surprise for you. All right. So just. Uh. You, okay. I already saw the map. If that's what you're worried about, I, I, I saw it. You're moving in on Arkham, and you know where it is. That's. That's news. And they, all the people are kind of quiet and they're staring at you guys right now. Okay, do you know what I do now? I, I punch myself in the face until I kill myself. <laughs> you know? No. <laughs> it, it was no. such a bad idea. We keep fucking up this game. Seriously. I, I just realized that now. So Astoria gets up and she says, Oh, um, oh my God. Thank you. Death Shift for coming and for bringing this prisoner. I know who this is. If you could please just come with me. Let's just step outside the room. Okay. So she leads you out of the room, closing the door behind her. Um, okay. Well, thanks for capturing Giles. This, this is a really big one. But unfortunately, I don't think this is him. What do you mean? And he's still gonna grouch down so Bordon could keep covering up his eyes. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. No, I covered his eyes not with my hands, like with a cloth. Why, why? Oh. Yeah, why the hell well, would I? Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. that's fine. I just, I, I just assumed you were <laughs> no. covering his eyes. I don't know. I thought it looked really weird in my head, but uh, okay. <laughs> Real long peekaboo. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, like, I use him like piggyback. You know, like on him and close. Yeah, no, no, cover his eyes. No, 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 not like that. Oh, she's probably talking about how I'm just using a skin suit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've been using one. Just no one's asked. You know. You know it is. A skin oh. suit. Yes. So gross. Can you take it off? What? what? I Better can not, right? for sure. Would you like me to? Oh, yeah, God. take it off and give me the skin suit. No, Oof, that's odor. so gross. Alrighty, if it's for my friend Ronnie. Board on, Ronnie. Board on. How do you think we're gonna sneak into the arena, dressed up like him? With no, board, board, board on, board on. Remember, <sighs> reverse psychology. Yeah. All right, here we go. I'll see you all in a bit. You're probably gonna come rescue the Wolf Woman. Jesus. Yeah, for sure. Fucking weirdo. And he takes off his robes, and you see there's just this line from the bottom of his chin goes down his neck and all the way down to his pelvic region. And he just quickly unzips it, and you hear this deflation, and the skin just falls to the ground, and there's nothing there, just a pile of skin, nothing from inside. Okay, but it's not like bloody it or anything like that. It's just skin. No, it's just skin. Oh, okay, because I thought for a moment 
that he was actually like removing his skin, you know, so he would be like, I don't know, all muscle, you know, or something. <laughs> no, it's just an empty suit of skin now with nothing inside it. Oh, okay. I was concerned. Like, that would be pretty gross. Oh, definitely. So he, he takes off this skin suit and then it just flops to the floor and there's nothing there? That's right. But he's still there. No, there's no one there. So we fucked this up. It's like when he unzipped it, it just deflated. I just look at Astaria. Wait, so doesn't that just something have to be inside a skin suit? Isn't that the entire point? Well, what they do is they fill it up with quite a bit of magic and they astral project inside it and control it from a distance. That's why we've had such a hard time catching him. Okay, so we just fucked this up, right? Damn it! They're always one step ahead of us! Well, it's not your fault. You're not the first people to be fooled by this. We've been fooled before. No, not... I mean, this gets rid of... Uh, Bordon, this gets rid of your idea that he can see where he is. Because it's not really his follower anymore. Well, we, we don't need it. Like, he doesn't need it anymore because he just returned for, like to his original body. That's right. Like, it, it it's even worse. Like, we have no prisoners. And... This guy just found out, like, all the plans and all the maps we, we had, right? All right, I just need you to listen to me for a moment. There's going to be some angry people in there. And this isn't your fault. You actually managed to capture quite a high-up person, but he has fooled us before with this, and he's a very difficult person to catch. Yes, he has seen our plans, and so, yes, there will be some angry people, but... I'll try to talk to them, okay? Word on turn back time. Wait, I'm sorry, what? Word on turn back time. I don't want to get yelled at again. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? Have you turned back time? Yeah, you know what? No, no, serious. No, we, we screwed up. We gotta own this. We gotta own what? Seriously? We, like, it's it's not like, oh, okay, we, we did, we fucked up, like, little. We fucked up. A lot. Like, okay, but yeah, here's Mike. This is a good, no, no, this is a good time to turn back time. Yeah, and then you know what? Yeah, I'm, we I'm... just bind him and throw him in a river. Well, while they're saying that, I turn to Bordon, and I say, I know for a fact that there are creatures out there that will come and kill us if you keep messing with time. Bordon, I'm going to ask you this, and I need you to answer me very truthfully. How far have you pushed your powers? Have you? just uh, slowed someone down or have you gone as far as to actually reverse all of time I have reversed time with uh, with an entire group like with this group I could actually reverse time with an entire like yeah with, with uh, this group I'm so sorry I never realized your powers were this immense I should have guided you more yeah did you feel anything did you feel something watching you when this happened? Yes. And that's why I wanted to talk to um, Albedo. Because he he maybe would know better about like that since he is a scholar. I, I turn to Bordon again and I say they're called Inevitables. What the? And, and he, knew, he knew it all the time? He's not wrong, Bordon. He was more than likely hiding it to just not cause panic, but these are beings that his people have probably dealt with. They're known for policing the laws of the multiverse. It, like, it could be, but l l let, let's, let's face it. We just fucked this up. We just did. Alright? Like, the, this situation that we are currently in is a very good like situation that I could reverse time. That I should reverse time. And, I, and shouldn't bring him here. Or, we could bring him here, but not inside of that room I'm just saying that it's not like oh okay I'm reversing time to maybe get some sweet loot it's not that not that I would ever do that wait but have you done that no of course not I am a priest and I right like that would be very selfish I would never do that but let's say <laughs> like but right I, I, I know what you're getting at, and actually I agree. I think it would be a good time to yeah, do it. I think it would do more damage if I if I didn't. Fuck okay. it. 
Before we make such a rash decision, do you realize what you're talking about? You're talking about reversing time on an entire planet. Now, I could see maybe reversing time on an object, or maybe a person slowing them down, or speeding your party up, or something ruining the time continuum on a happenstance. This is not a very wise plan. We can figure this out. No offense, Burdon, but uh, you haven't exactly got a good track record with this. Wait. I mean, unlike your powers, I mean, mine can fuck up things real good. Right? Like, it can destroy reality, basically. So, I mean, if reality is still there, I think I'm doing a very good job. You know what? Does anybody inside of that room knows about, like, chronomancy? Because if they know, then I'll talk to them, and I'll explain the situation, and then I'll, like, seriously. So, Astoria, just for us to be clear, if Matthews or um, Giles, if he knows your plans, what, like, how disastrous would that be? Well, what that just means is we need to reconfigure our plans. We originally planned on using a lot more power and a lot more brute strength, but now I think we're going to have to do a lot more subterfuge, honestly. So, do you think, like, okay, because, I mean, we are very low on the chain of command. Like, we, we, we know very little. We are basically pawns on this, like, I mean, it's not that in, in, in a bad way. I'm just saying, like, we're basically just taking orders. Right, you guys are actually planning those orders. I'm saying like, so would it be better if I turn back time, try turning back time, or you change your plans? What do you think it would do less damage in on the long run? If our plans go south and we lose a few members, and it pains me to say it, but that is a reality, then it can make things difficult for us. And it can make for a difficult journey ahead. But if your powers go awry because you're dealing with such a huge variable such as time, then we could lose everything. Not just you, not just Death Shift. We could lose it all. Do you think that... Like, I wouldn't go with Death, death Shift, that's for sure. I wouldn't go with them. I would, tur like, return time and... Like, just tell them, warn them, before we actually, uh, um, like, before we actually uh, got to the got to the portal. That's what I would do. Like. Hey, uh, Bordon. Hmm. Do you think you could stretch your powers to just send a message back through time? Maybe. But that's the thing. Like, if I had sent a message, I would have received that message already. So, and, and that's the problem with, like, when we're talking about chronomancy, I don't know if what I'm doing is on this on this dimension or another dimension. I don't know if I'm jumping back to, like, the same timeline than I was before, or I'm just returning back to another timeline, and I'm killing the other board. Like, that's the thing. I don't know. Like, I, I may be very well just, you know, a thread um, linking all the dimensions. She puts a hand on your shoulders, and you feel this healing surge go through you, and your tense muscles relax, your breathing steadies, the sweat those building up just kind of dries off, and she says, Bordon, what you're trying to figure out has driven more people insane than what we'd like to admit. It's driving me insane right now. How about you send the message back through time? And that will be the least destructive thing you could do. And look at all around us. Everything isn't gone. Everything hasn't destroyed. So, if anything, that's a good sign. I guess. And if you really want to go back in time, none of us can stop you. That is your decision to make. All of you. This is your decision. If you wish for him to send a message, if you wish to all go back, this is up to you. I was actually thinking, what if we use that, like, what happened in our advantage? Um, so, ju just hear me out. So, if... What? No, 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 I'm just thinking, for example, they, th they think we may just go with 
those plans because they may think that we may change them or we may change them just a little because you know I'm just saying like maybe we could use him knowing like the maps and all of that in our advantage like I don't mind sending a message back in time to see what happens I'm just saying That's that interesting um, maybe we could use that in our advantage like if, if, if something else fails maybe I'm not saying like stick necessarily to the plan but don't change that like like that much you know I mean I don't know you guys are better tacticians than like than I am I'm just saying that maybe we could like reverse psychology on like use reverse psychology on like the current situation if that makes sense yes we were actually thinking about doing that originally we were going to send in a number of the groups that are just like you death shift and we were going to try to attack them from multiple angles but i think what we're going to do instead is just send you in it might be a little daunting but our plan is to send you in take out the wizard and that'll allow for all of us to move in they'll be expecting multiple groups large task force we we're originally going to have you just hold back with the army but i think this will work better that sounds like a better idea well sure uh, but i still wanted to send a message back in time i just wanted to see what would happen like those are one of those situations that maybe if those things go south like I just wanted to see what would happen. Do you guys think that's a bad idea? What are you gonna send? What I would do is I would send a message back in time to myself saying that before the portal is open, just ask the portal to be opened, um, like not inside the room, but maybe like in a... Inside the cell? Yeah, or inside a cell, yeah. Which basically, like it's not really our fault, like to be honest. Like, this whole thing, it's it's bad, but, like, we didn't open the portal, right? Okay, so that's what I'll do. Okay, let me, uh, let me, uh, can I inspire him? Yeah, you can. Okay, I'm gonna inspire board on, uh, okay, I don't think I have to roll anything for that, right? For the first time ever. Oh, wait, shoot, you can't inspire caster ah. checks. Oh, yeah. Ah. But you can still make them feel good. <laughs> Sorry. Like, I'm just thinking, because should I do that or shouldn't? Less risk, and then we're, well, like, we'll also know how, or how the laws of time work. Yeah. Or guess. Okay, so that's what I'll do. Okay, I want you to tell me the exact message you're sending back, and then I want you to make a caster check. Okay, so my message is, open a portal inside, like, one of New Dawn cells. Prison cells, just that. Right? Yeah, roll to push your powers. Fuck this up, prison. Fuck this up, prison. Well, I got an eight. Total. <laughs> an eight. Total. But a, but a natural one? I got a natural one. Wait, you got a natural one? I got a natural one. Oh my god, all that, Bordon. All that! Alright, hold up, guys. Something's happening. So, Bordon, you concentrate on your communication sphere because you need a catalyst and this is the easiest way to get a message to pass board on. So you're holding on to this stone and you're thinking back to that exact time, that exact moment, the emotions you were feeling, everything that was happening. And you hold the stone up to your mouth and you go and you speak this exact phrase. You all blink your eyes after he says his message. And from here on out, at this moment, the only one who remembers this is Borodon. Everyone else will just think this is how this timeline went. Borodon, you say this message, and suddenly you're seeing through the eyes of your old self, and you hear from your communication sphere. The mage is an imposter. He escaped from a cell. So now we're back. You guys are all at the headquarters, standing there. Everything is normal for all you guys except for Borodon. And while you're standing there with the mage, you're standing there with Giles, you suddenly hear that message over Borodon's communication sphere. Hey, sorry, we we heard we heard that the mage is an imposter? No, just me. Oh, only you heard that? 
No, you heard it over his communication sphere, so everyone heard this. And as that happens, you all look at the sphere, and then you look up at this mage, and he takes his sunglasses and tosses them off to the side. And where there were once eyes, you see there's just empty eye sockets. And he says, Well, I didn't think I'd be found out this easily. I need initiative. Oh my goodness, poor Death Shift just can't get a break, can they? Every time they try something, it just goes wrong. Oh, it's not like the teller of the tale is doing this. No sorry, Bob, it's just what happens, you know. But freaking Giles, oh, just, he's so creepy, just making problems for everyone. Hopefully they figure that out, because you know how Bordon gets. He gets so stressed out and kind of carrying all that responsibility on his shoulders, and I think it's a little rough for him. But Traveler, thank you for coming by today. It's been a lovely tale. And make sure you stick around for the end. We have a promo from Infinite Deer. And uh, it's a lovely little body group. I think you'll really enjoy it. It, You can get a little hardcore at times, I must say so myself. Uh, And remember... Popeye, easy roller dice company, if you feel like picking up some knickknacks. Do you want a sweet dice tray? Because I decided to treat myself and I got this golden spellbook dice tray. It has some great Celtic knotwork on it and a lovely tree on there. It's, it's quite nice. I like it a lot. It rolls really well and can't really hear it much, which is good. Uh, but Travers, I, I must be off. So, as always, come chat with us on the Twitter, or maybe even uh, drop us a review on the iTunes or the Stitcher. It helps us so much getting up there. We've been charting recently, which has been wonderful, but uh, every review just bumps us up that much more we can get out there and share this tale with everyone out there. Anyways, travelers, lots to do. I will see you soon. I bid you all adieu. Hi there, I'm the Moral Ghost from Infinite Deer. We're a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, and yes, we have dungeons, dragons, cannibalism, dice, and other totally morally unambiguous things. Find us now on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from.